You're listening to the Creating a Brand podcast, where we deliver weekly masterclass interviews on topics that help you make your first or next step in business the right one. I'm your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Do you want to start a business that makes money, or do you want to make more money with a business that you already have? I believe that you'd answer this question the same way I would, like everybody, with yes, of course. Today's guest is Dane Maxwell. Dane has been featured on hundreds of business podcasts, including Smart Passive Income. He also has his own podcast and book. Both are called Start From Zero. I highly, highly recommend both. Here's the deal. Dane has never shared anything quite like what he's going to share with us on today's podcast episode. He's going to be sharing his framework that he used to grow his multi-million dollar business, Paperless Pipeline. The best part about this business is that it is completely passive income for Dane, meaning he doesn't even spend an hour a year working on this business. I want to quickly mention that I've never actually heard anyone share a strategy for starting a business quite like Dane has. And I can tell you that what he's going to share with us in this episode works 100% of the time. With that said, get ready to learn from one of the most brilliant entrepreneurs I've ever spoken to. Here is my interview with Dane Maxwell about how to start a business that makes money. Dane, welcome to the Creating a Brand podcast. So excited to have you with us here today. You are the only guy that called me before the show to make sure it would be a good show. Really? Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Didn't expect that to be how we started this episode, but hey, you know, I got to make sure that it's going to be valuable for the audience. That's always I mean, my, my focus. You, you put in the prep work like that, it shows in big ways over the long term. Well, so, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Again, glad to have you with us today. Uh, I believe the most valuable way we could start this conversation would be for me to ask you a loaded question. It's actually one I've heard you answer before, so I'm not going to catch you too off guard with this, but I've come to really admire your perspective. So with that said, Dane, will you share with us what it means to be an entrepreneur? Well, to have fun, a lot of it, (laughs) Um, and you can't have that much fun if you're trying to come up with your own ideas, trying to force your own ideas on a market sitting around guessing all day, thinking that it takes a ton of money, a ton of time, a ton of experience, thinking that you're not enough, um, looking at competitors. I mean, like entrepreneurship, there's, there can be a lot of depression that goes around silently in the trenches, you know, like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're you're putting together a landing page and you can't quite get the language right. So you start falling into depression. And man, I've gone through bouts of that. I'll give you this like the bullet point thing of this entrepreneur. So entrepreneur is someone that solves a problem for someone, someone that does not specialize in being the expert, but hires experts, someone that knows how to build teams, sell, outsource, deliver a product at a profit for the customer that buys it, gets a profit. The team that works for you is profiting by working for you. You're profiting. Entrepreneur generates profit for everybody. Like the best entrepreneurs, man, they create insane profit for people. Like Bill Gates has created gobs of millionaires. Warren Buffett has created gobs and gobs of millionaires. And I think the heart of an entrepreneur is someone that knows how to and can live and execute on generating profit for all parties involved. I love this definition. I think we'll actually get more into it later in this conversation, but I'd like to hear a little bit more of your journey. I know when you first got started, you came from uh, humble beginnings to say the least. Can you talk to us about that? I started with $123 to my name. I started with very little belief in myself. I started with so much fear that I would like be able to take action for maybe four hours or three, sometimes six hours a day, but the fear would be so crippling. I'd have to take a break after that. I mean, 
yeah, you know, it's a, it a journey, but since I've actually started really learning the proper structures for entrepreneurship, it really is just a tremendous level of fun. Wow. What did it take for you to go from having only that $123 and limited belief in yourself and even fear to overcome? How did you literally start from zero, both mentally and financially end up where you are today? I think that like in terms of like secret sauces to success for those people that are either in limbo or not where they really want to be, I would ask you to check your heart and see if you're being completely honest with yourself really honest with yourself. Cause if you can find the place of complete honesty where you're like, Oh, boom. And you say this thing that's really honest. It, it's works really well. Cause it, that's what the start of my entrepreneurial journey began when I was really honest with myself. Really? It really did. That was the starting point when I was honest about not being happy as an employee. And I had to be honest about that. And I was like, dude, I am not happy as an employee. And I didn't have to explain it to anybody. I didn't have to justify it to anyone. I didn't have to talk it through with anyone. It was just with myself. I was like, dude, I'm not happy here. And I could say it. I could feel it. I could feel honest about it. I could feel good about that. I was like, I am being honest about this. And that was the day I became extremely successful to myself is the day I, the day I became honest. Man, you began to succeed when you became honest with yourself. I can tell you that I've actually seen this time and time again, but it does take a deep level of self-reflection to become truly honest with yourself, but it can be one of the most fulfilling and rewarding things that you can do. I've actually found that it removes a sense of internal conflict, and as a result, people finally feel they have that permission to act on their idea that they've always been thinking about, always been talking about. They can actually do something about it, although I will say that the initial idea rarely becomes the end result or the business we create. I'm sure you found that be true as well. Yeah, I mean, do you think about the internal conflict most people have? Like, oh, I got this idea. Should I do it? What do I do? My job. I don't know, my income, my pay, it's safe. What happens if people laugh at me? What happens if I fail? I'm not enough. I'm an ugly human being. Nobody wants to buy from me. I feel totally inadequate. Maybe this could work. Maybe it might not. Crap, I better just stay at my job. Like that level of conflict is, if it's going on, and then it's going on on like a day-to-day -day basis, dude, you're like conditioning yourself into misery. You're conditioning like suffering in my opinion, and it may or may not be true. Cause you know, I, I know I'm not necessarily a licensed therapist or anything. So yes, that, that, that will free the internal conflict. So now with internal conflict free, then you realize that it's not the idea that you have that makes you successful. It's your ability to listen, serve and adapt to a market and what they need. Cause your I the, the it's very common in the entrepreneurial world that the initial idea someone starts off with is not the idea that becomes successful, but it does get someone started. You know, like Instagram is really famous for being this like all in one tool and everybody just kept using the photo sharing feature, but they had like built like 25, I don't know how many features they built, but a lot more than photo sharing. So then they took the photo feature, they made it just that and they rebranded a new product called Instagram. And then it blew up. But see, they didn't come up with the idea of Instagram. They listened and adapted to a market. So what that then means is the, the framework of how we want to build a business. Like my business, Paperless Pipeline, I listened and adapted to the market. What that means 
is now you will have to, have to, no option, be comfortable with vulnerability. And vulnerability is in you can't control the outcome. I want to repeat something that you just mentioned. It's not the idea that you have that makes you successful. It's your ability to listen, serve, and adapt to market needs. That is so true. Now, you also just mentioned that you have to be vulnerable and that often the outcome will be out of your control. I think you just really scared some of the creating a brand audience today. Can you explain this a little bit further for us? There are probably, I mean, thousands of of micro decisions you're going to have to make from the day you decide to start a business. And if you don't get to lead with your idea, then that means you have to talk to someone. And if you have to talk to someone and you're not comfortable talking to people, that means you're going to be vulnerable with them and you're going to have to ask them questions. And like the people that make the most money that I can see and find really understand people, like really, really, really understand people like a lot. And then like, then you get these other folks that are like, I don't really care about people. I don't want to understand people. I want my Shopify store, my drop shipping. And they just look for loophole after loophole after loophole when you could build, you know, 10 year legacy level wealth for you, your family and generations. Like you can get really, really rich if you do entrepreneurship right. As a thank you for listening to the Creating a Brand podcast, I'd like to invite you to join our private community for free. If you text the word community to one 299 8992. I'll respond with a free invitation link. Once you join, I'll connect you with other community members and resources to help accelerate your success. Join today by texting the word community to 1-904-299-8992. I'm looking forward to talking to you within the Creating a Brand community. And now let's get back to today's episode. I think this is actually a perfect time for us to transition our conversation into the main point for today, how to start a business that makes money. Pulling a line from your book, start from zero. How, if we are at zero right now, can we start a business that makes money? What is our first step? Well, if you're brand new, you're like, well, what, who would my customer be? Well, just let it be anyone in front of you. You know, start asking about people's problems. Like, hey, you know, like, tell me, like, over the course of the last year, what have been some of the problems you've been coming up against? And they'll talk and they'll probably be honored. And you know, and you just, you're, 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 you're not on the internet. You're human to human. And to start anybody in front of you, just ask about problems. You know, it's interesting. I had a, a bunch of people tell me that their big mindset problem was focus. They really needed help focusing. I asked five people. It's like, so what's your issue with mindset and five of them, they all said focus. So what I did is I went out and found an expert that knows how to get people to focus. And I was like, Hey, can you teach this group of people how to focus? And they're like, yeah, I was like, great. How do you feel about getting 20% of the product of the profit? And all you have to do is teach. I'll run the entire business. He's like, sounds good to me. So we sold a product to these five people, four out of five of that group bought. We've since sold more but I own 80% of the profit stream of a new business, new product, new income stream I created. And it was like snap of a finger. Right. And, and I, I had to listen. Okay. So mindset. Okay. What it with mindset? Oh, focus. Okay. I have no idea how to solve focus. Let me find the expert. But I said, entrepreneur is not someone who prides himself of being the expert. Elon Musk is not building his cars. Jeff Bezos is not delivering his packages or building his servers. 
And if you think you have to get to that level to do that, like a real, real heart of an entrepreneur is someone that is aware enough of their thoughts to see if they're thinking a thought that produces freedom or a thought that's not. And if you have any thoughts right now that do not produce freedom, why are you thinking them? Right. And it's subtle. It's subtle. It's like, oh, I can't hire anybody because I don't have money. Limiting thought. There's plenty of entrepreneurs that hire people that have no money to pay them. Oh, oh, you're actually afraid. You're afraid of failure. Okay, that's understandable. Failure as a feeling is terrifying if you believe it's who you are. And if you do, that's okay. That's what most of us do. It's what happens to me. Oh, if I fail, this will be who I am. Until you realize you're still standing and everyone loves you afterwards still. Right. I think that what you're explaining to us is really, this is, this is the heart that we have to have if we want to be successful as an entrepreneur. We have to be able to even surrender ideas at times, it seems, and go after just solving the problem that you find in front of you. Something that you are excited to help to add value to someone else's life with. Is that, is that what I'm understanding with this? Well, you think, it, yes, that's perfect. Think about the difference of trying to come up with an idea, adding so many more bells and whistles than it really needs hoping to God someone wants it, being in a state of stress the whole time, building it over, say, 90 days. And after 90 days, you launch and maybe your mom buys it. <laughs> right. Right. Then you have the other one where on day one, you talk to a human and you say, what are your problems? What have you been going through the last year? And every day you talk to a new human 90 days, you've talked to 90 humans about their problems. Just feel the difference. Yeah, it's, it's complete. I mean, it's completely different. You're solving something real versus just entertaining an idea that might not actually lead anywhere. You might be the only person thinking that, which, you know, might not be the case. Yeah. But when you're going talking to 90 different people, you can really start identifying some trends and that's how you can really take action. I'm understanding what you're saying. I think it's, I think it's great. So you're, what you're saying is, you know, it's customer first, right? It's, that's the very first thing you've got to do. I've heard you say it before, customer mechanism result. Is that how you kind of identify this whole pattern here? That's eventually how I did it. And I have since even iterated it. Um, it's my favorite way to explain a business. Um, so a customer wants a result. I mean, just start there. That's it. Simple enough. A business is a customer that wants a result. A chiropractor has a patient who wants their neck to stop hurting. An op optometrist has a client who wants to see. Right? A car dealership is someone who wants to get around a car status symbol, whatever the result is of that car. And customer wants result. And if, if you can just really let yourself deepen into like, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Then you throw in the mechanism that helps the customer get that result. So I love optometry. Someone wants to see contacts, glasses, LASIK surgery, etc. The mechanism could be many. The result is still the same. So if you built a customer focused business, and that business was focused on really, really aligning to the result. And by the way, this is and can be extremely difficult to do. 
And that's exactly why you want to do it. Like imagine you're like doing like a workout and like on the wall, it's like, this is extremely difficult. And that's why we do it. So customer wants result. And we, if we align with this, it just, it's incredible. I had a, my start from zero business, which is the business with the book. We had a say, we had a day where we did like nine grand. We made nine grand for sales in a day. It was a really good feeling. And it is going to be a repeatable thing. It'll happen a bunch of times. And I got that $9,000 day by talking to a customer and I asked them, what would make this product that I'm selling you irresistible for you to buy? And you know, when you're feeling the heart of a customer and you're in front of them or a person, you can like, and you just like, you just, just be with them. And you're like, okay, how can I make sure they want to buy something? So you can ask that. You can say, how can I make sure that you want to buy this? You mm. literally ask that. And they'll be like, oh, we'll just do da 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 da. And they, well, then you'd buy it. Well, yeah. You're like, holy, what? That's all I had to do. Right. <laughs> all I had to do. So I asked that. And they said, well, I just want to quit my job. Three words that I had never used in my marketing. Wow. And it was right in front of my face, quit my job. So I was like, but that's like, you know, I'm not really good at helping people quit their job quickly. I know how to help people build sustainable assets that produce income, but that takes some time. So I had to find an expert to teach someone. So I found a guy who makes a minimum 20 grand a month. And some months he makes 80 grand and he runs a Facebook advertising agency. And you can start these overnight if you have the right skills and you can find clients within days if you have the right skills. It's a quick, it's a quick money. It's a great business model. I was like, could you teach this? He's like, sure. I was like, okay, I'll give you 20% of the profit. You do everything teach wise and I'll help teach even. And I'll also run all aspects of the business. He said, sounds good. So I didn't create the product. I listened to the customer. We had a $9,000 day. And these are the kinds of things that like, you're like, okay, customer wants to quit job. The mechanism for that could be quite a few things. I just happened to pick Facebook ad agency. So yes, customer wants a result. So we use a mechanism where I really get excited about this is when you look at like, and I've mentioned this in most interviews, if you listen, if you hear this before, um, please listen to it. Like you heard it the first time, Dave Ramsey is like one of the biggest people in the financial space. Right. He's got one of the biggest podcasts. And if you look at his customer, it's a couple in debt. The result is that they become debt-free. The mechanism is a technique he's got called the debt snowball. Pay your highest interest credit card off first, et cetera. Snowball it down. Customer, couple in debt, result, debt-free, mechanism, debt snowball. Now, in the financial space, which is highly competitive, highly complicated, and full of highly intelligent people, Dave Ramsey's number one. Dane, what you're sharing with us is so powerful. Can you give us one more example to ensure that the audience is understanding the power of this approach to starting a business? So Weight Watchers is the next brilliant example. Women in their 40s, the result they want is to lose weight. 
often the big sweet spot for that is 10 pounds in a week. The mechanism is to count points. So who's the customer? What result do they want? And then what expert can I find to create a really efficient mechanism? And then you could just build business after business after business and product after product after product. And, um, you know, if I came off uh, ever arrogant on the show today, acting like I knew it all or anything, I, I do apologize for that. I, I'd sometimes I just want to speak with such a level of certainty that people believe it so that they go out and try it. Dan, I don't think anyone takes it that way. You're, you're confident and you're, you're passionate. I've, I've listened to many podcasts that you've been a guest on and even your own podcast. Your track record speaks for itself. You're in the business of helping people. You want people to be able to do more than you've ever done. So I personally really appreciate that. And I don't look at it negatively at all how you shared this episode. As a matter of fact, I think it was very impactful. And I'd like to quickly recap everything that you've shared with us today. First off, and I think this is a big point for people is that an entrepreneur doesn't need to know and do everything. They simply need to know where to get things done, how to get them done, and where to find the right people to be able to help support what they're doing. Your approach to starting a business that makes money is unique and I believe dead on. I mean, you go from customer to result. Customer wants a result. Our job is to build the mechanism that gets the customer there as quickly and effectively as possible. But again, us as the entrepreneur, we do not have to have all the answers in between. We just have to make those right connections for people and build a business based around that. Again, it's absolutely incredible. I hope the audience is really capturing this today. I've never heard this approach before talking to you. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Now, Dane, before we close out this episode, can you share one final piece of advice or wisdom with us, something that you've learned along the way in your journey that would encourage the Creating a Brand audience today? Yeah, it, the, probably one of the most important questions you could ever ask is, um, what do I secretly think of myself And if you can answer that in your own private thoughts, what do I secretly think of myself? It can shine a lot of light onto back and forth commitments, uh, lackluster motivation, sub subpar results. And to recognize that whatever answer you hear with what do I secretly think of myself is in fact a thought and you are much more than whatever that thought is. And as you start to awaken to this, it's a really beautiful life right in front of you right now. Because you can see, oh, I think I'm a piece of garbage. Oh, I think I'm a gutter rat. Oh, I think I'm really ugly. Oh, I think I'm super inadequate. Oh, I think I'm a failure. Well, notice those are all just thoughts. And when you can hold those thoughts as real, very real thoughts, but not true, you'll start to taste this freedom that is so exquisite. And the reason you'll start to taste that freedom is because freedom is not something that you have to obtain or create. Freedom is who we are. We've just forgotten. And as you start to awaken to this, it's a, it's something that I still fight against. And so I hire people that help me come back to the state that knows I'm always and already free. So you get there by 
you can basically sit still and do nothing. Just sit still and do like sit still, and meditate, sit still, and do nothing. The worst thing will come up right away. <gasps> Gotta turn TV on. <gasps> okay, like just sit still. The worst thing will come up. You can also just ask yourself, what do I secretly think of myself? And when you see that as just a thought, um, you won't seek my approval. You won't seek Alex's approval. You won't seek your customer's approval. You won't even seek your partner's approval. You'll you'll live in a state of expression that is so self-affirming. It'll feel so good. You won't care. And that place is a place that you can now broadcast your voice into the business world with. Wow, Dan, that probably could have been a podcast episode all by itself right there. That was good, man. Thank really you. good. Thank well, thank you so much for being a guest today. I really appreciate you sharing all this wisdom with us and just uh, your journey, your experience and how it's going to be able to now, I believe, help so many people who just listen to this today. So thank you so much for being on the show, Dane. This was easily one of the most impactful episodes we've ever shared in the Creating a Brand podcast. I've actually never heard anyone share a framework or mindset for starting a business quite like Dane shared with us today. And this leads me straight into my call to action question for the week. Here it is. What action has a start from zero framework inspired you to take in your business? I'd love to hear how you respond to this question. And if you will, please visit creatingabrand.com slash 048. At the bottom of the page, there's a place where you can leave a comment. I'll be personally responding and reading every comment that's left. Dane, thank you again for being a guest and sharing your highly effective and powerful framework for starting a business that makes money. If you'd like to listen to Dane Maxwell's podcast and pick up a copy of his book, Start From Zero, visit creatingabrand.com slash 048. Thank you as always for listening. I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.